And just to say to people, whatever you have, everybody has their own Mount Everest. You don't have to climb the actual mountain to to pursue a dream of of completing your Everest. But whatever you have, whatever Mount Everest ambition or dream you have, whatever your Everest is, just try it. What does it mean to you to live your best and bravest life? Does it mean being strong and forthright? Do you think of bravery as a woman or a man in uniform wearing stars or medals? Or does it mean being vulnerable, honest and courageous in all that you do? To be brave can mean so many things. To me, being brave is just that, doing things even in the face of difficulty. It is my mission in life to help you feel brave and empowered to live as your authentic self so that you can be fulfilled in a life you love living to live your best and bravest life. I believe in the power of self-belief because when we are our authentic selves, magic comes our way and it spreads like wildfire for others to join in. I know that together we are going to live our best and bravest life. So join me in these inspirational conversations filled with tips and tricks to help you live your best and bravest life. I'm Tiffany Johnson and this is the When We Are Brave podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the When We Are Brave podcast. I'm so excited for you to be here with me. I know it's been a really tough week for a lot of people out there, so I thought that what I would do is share some positivity because I think that's something that helps the world move forward in a loving and kind way. And I think it's something that we all need right now. So I decided that I would share with you this absolutely inspirational and funny interview was so much fun doing this interview. So let's get started. I would like to introduce to you today's guest, Bobby Bajram. Now, Bobby is not your average person. Bobby has had MS for over 40 years, but not only does he have MS, he is legally blind. He is a professional athlete and he is a mountaineer. He's amazing. His zest for life is completely infectious. And to be honest, this had to be one of the most fun episodes on the When We Are Brave podcast that I have done to date. We laughed, we laughed, and we laughed a bit more. So get ready for a heavy dose of inspiration, a love of life, And giggle along with us on today's episode of the When We Are Brave podcast. Good morning, Bobby, and welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us today. I would love for our listeners to know a little bit more about you, Bobby. So would you like to tell us about your story? It is incredible. Hi, Tiff. How are you? Hello, everybody listening to this around the world. My name, my name is Bobby Badram. I've been diagnosed with MS from 13. I'm 50 
52. I'm 53 very shortly. Uh, I've had MS for 40 years and I'm one of the most extreme athletes in the world with a disability. I spend about five months a year either in a wheelchair with walking sticks or I can't get out of bed and I'm going to the top of Mount Everest in March 29, 2021 to be the first person with this disease to, to do this. And I'm an old bugger too with a toupee and a boob job and a facelift <laughs> and uh, blue eyes. And um, so I'm what, what I'm doing, I've been training for 10 years. So for, well, basically five years because half the year I'm, I'm not well. But uh, I'm doing this for people just to um, say, you know what, I, I say, you know, when people say disability, I don't look at it as disability, I look at it as this ability, because everybody's got something. So I'm just um, training hard to uh, to get to the top of, uh, of uh, Everest and down again, because if you get to the top, you you got to come down. And just to say to people, whatever you have, everybody has their own Mount Everest. You don't have to climb the actual mountain to to pursue a dream of, of completing your Everest. But whatever you have, whatever Mount Everest ambition or dream you have, whatever your Everest is, just try it. Yeah, amazing. How incredible. I've never been to the Himalayas. I've flown over the Himalayas. I remember the first time I went over and I opened up the little blind on the plane and I looked out and I was so mesmerised at the just enormity of those mountains and to know that you're going to climb them is mm. inspiring, Bobby. Well, I mean, the thing, I went, um, Todd Sampson from Body Hacker put together a, um, a qualifying climb. I've climbed five mountains altogether in the Himalayas, really big ones, and I had to complete these this other three because I've done... Mirror Peak, and I've done um, uh, Mount East Labuschagne. I've done Mount Kalapatar. I've done Base Camp, and there's one more. I've forgotten what its name was, but they're all they're all about six six and a half thousand meter peaks. That's very big, big mountains. And I just completed Base Camp Mount Kalapatar at 6, 5,550 metres. Then I did Mount East Lobache at 6,117 metres. So I'd done the three peaks. I climbed them. Um, it was 148 kilometres of climbing uphill. It was really hard. We broke a world record doing it. Did it with a sprained ankle um, on the very first day. It was a 22-day climb. I had to complete the climb in 22 days to get my permit to go to Mount Everest because um, the Nepali government wanted me to do that because uh, everyone says I'm going to die on Mount Everest because my MS is so bad. But, you know, so be it. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato, whatever. Um, you just give it give it a go. And um, I, got, I, I completed it, did it, and now I'm going to uh, Everest – March 29, 2021, to go up and down it. So I'm pumped. Like, honestly, it was like me and you, Tiff, when we were in World War II at Pearl Harbor and you jumped in a fighter plane and I've 
you went. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It's Remember. a strong memory. <laughs> but, yeah. I think but, that was more my grandfather than me. That, that's right. That's right. So, uh, and, and just by the way, just uh, to let um, the millions of people listening into this podcast, what people are saying MS, bad disease, blah, blah, blah. I'll give you a little bit of a snapshot of what actual MS is. And um, it, in the simplest of terms, we have millions and millions of um, wires in our body, which are like electric wires. So when you plug in the your hairdryer or you plug in your TV or you plug in your DVD player, whatever it is, you don't get an electric shock because it's insulated by rubber. Now, what happens with MS? All our electric wires, and they're called ner- our nervous system, is insulated by rubber, and um, and billions and billions of nerves are insulated by rubber, which is called myelin sheath. So that's just the rubber that. So when the two connect, they don't short circuit. What happens with MS? For some unknown reason, um, this rubber is eaten away. And when the wires are exposed to each other, they hit each other and they short out. And that's what MS does to people. It deteriorates or eats away at your myelin sheath, which is your rubber. And multiple is a lot. Sclerosis is scarring and hence multiple sclerosis. That's what MS is. It eats away the rubber, protecting your nerves. So when it bumps into other nerves, there's no short and um, the messages can get through to your whole body. And that's what MS does. It eats away the rubber, and then the messages from your brain can't get through to your body, walk, see, move, talk, and that's what happens with MS. That's a very simple thing of what MS mm, is. Great explanation. Yeah. Because so, I think a lot of people get a bit confused on actually what happens. So yeah, what are some of the side effects of it? So some people go blind, some yeah, people lose um, yeah. sensation, they can't walk. Yeah, yeah. well, with me, I've got severe emitting relapsing MS, so I'm pretty bad. When it's bad, it's bad. When I'm good, it's a Ferrari day. Um, but it's on different levels. Yeah, some people might get uh, tingling, some people might be numb, some people, some people might have one of their eyes black out. Um, some people might not be able to move. Some people might have MS that the um, deteriorating MS that, uh, that, that one minute they're fine and month after month after month they're in a wheelchair they can't get back out. Um, so there's different degrees of it, and um, so it's 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 an invisible disease. I mean, many people when I'm good because I, I look good and, and I'm and I'm a professional disabled athlete and. When I'm good, people look at me and go, "You, what's wrong with you? You, you look great. You look fantastic." I say, "Yeah, I'm having a Ferrari day today, but tomorrow or the next week it might not be a Ferrari day." So, it's an invisible disease. Whereas, if you've got a cold or you've got a broken arm, you physically look damaged. MS, you don't physically look damaged unless you're in a chair or you're within a walking stick. So it's a really, it's a silent disease. But um, keep smiling and a wink and a nudge and, and stay positive because you know what? If you're not positive, you're not anything. So it doesn't cost you anything to be positive. Is that your secret, Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's just like, um, it's... Um, just stay positive. Because and what do you do to stay positive? All I have to do is look at you, Tiffany Johnson, <laughs> and bingo. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> what else do you do, Bobby, to stay positive? I look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so no. great self-belief. No. Great no, love look, of self. I, I say, the, the, and, and this, is, um, this is how, I, you know, people go, you're so positive. And I say, well, positive starts... We from young, uh, and you always are thinking if it's a good day, it's a good day, and if it's a bad day, well, it's going to eventually be a good day, you know, not tomorrow, but the next day. So, to stay positive, I just always smile, you, you just smile because that's just a positive thing in itself. So, you always, I'm always smiling, and people are going, Why are you smiling? I said, Well, it's to stay positive, but it's also to make sure that, um, my dentures, because I've got false teeth, and my beautiful white smile. Everybody can see my white smile, so my sponsors have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on my <laughs> smile. So uh, it's a great advertising tool for <laughs> first bite dental. Um, but I just say, you know what? Give it a give it a good give it a good go, and and if you get, you know what what I've what I've done, Tiff, is. Um, when you smile and you say hello to somebody, they will smile and say hello back. No one is ever not grungy or, you know, frowning at you. If they're frowning and you smile at them and say, hey, how are you? They will get out of their frown and go into a smile and say hello back. It changes the energy, doesn't it? It, does. it brings a whole new vibration yeah, into the world. It does. And that's why, like, I, I, I'm always smiling. And um, it doesn't it, – it's not – Exhausting to be always smiling and exhausting to be frowning. That'd it takes be... more energy and more muscles to frown than it does to it smile. Does. Mm-hmm. It does. It takes 47 to frown and 13 to smile. And my um, my dentist told me that. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm always got energy because I'm not using it all because I'm always smiling. Because <laughs> you're always smiling. Yeah, so it's it's very important just to uh, to, to smile and, and, and always – yeah, the, my my thing is, I've got about hundred and eighteen sponsors, and I say for every no you get, you're one step closer to a yes. So if you if you and this is when I speak to thousands of people at, uh, at Rod Arena or all these places I speak at, I say if you spell no, which is N O, and you switch the letters. That's your yes, because it switches to on, O-N. So it's just a switch of two letters. That's all our lives uh, can change in one second. It's like no, and then you switch your two letters, and then you're on. And it's like, and that on means yes. On means let's get it on, let's move on, let's turn the lights on, let's move on forward. It's, and that's my whole thing. It's, it's really, really amazing one one switch of two letters changes your whole life. That's great. Well, well, that, that's what it is because for every, I mean, all these, I've had 10,000 no's, like um, asking people that sponsor me, fair income, 10,000 no's I've had, 10,000. And your sponsors are helping you for your walk, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, for my climb, yeah. Like uh, there, there's Jaco and there's um, Lymphox and there's um, the fitness and lifestyle group, Fitness First and Good Life and, and, and Rip Curl and – of course, now it supports the Surf Life Saving Club and all my um, – you know, to, to get all this printed, it's you know, my printers, Promo Corp and Banana um, Productions. And there's just so many sponsors. 
you know, my uh, Adventure Guides Australia that help me trek. You know, then there's vitamins, Caruso vitamins that keep me vitamized and National Institute of Integrated Medicine, which is a natural medicine hospital, which I have hyperbaric chamber and all that. Yeah, every day. Like, I mean, <laughs> like it's crazy. There's I've got about 20 people around me that it's like, do this, do that. I've got an itinerary. That, it's a big production. It's, it's really Santo from Working Dog, the Working Dog team. They're always seeing me and helping me. And, you know, it, it's just so many... So I've got 118 sponsors, so to, to mention them all is impossible, but they are just really, really cool. Like, it's just... Uh, Proof of how amazing you are, Bobby, and that well, what you're trying to achieve, and your dedication is incredible. Most people would not do what you are about to embark on. You are incredibly brave and compassionate and resilient and forthright and you're doing it all for these incredible reasons. It's not you're just doing it for yourself, no. but you're also doing it to inspire other people. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't, you know, I'm on a disabled pension. I'm not interested in money. Doesn't interest me. Money scares me. I'm doing it for a genuine reason, and and uh, like Santo from Working Dog, who who have you been paying attention and the office and and thank God you're here. And the, they done the castle. They made the castle in addition. And so you're one of the real genuine um, multi megastar celebrities in the world. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here with me sitting in the When We Are Brave podcast. You know what? And, and that's the sort of um, person that I am and I come across because I'm a very humble person. No matter what it is, I can speak to two people or 20,000. No, no, it doesn't, doesn't, no difference to me. But it's like um, Santo said, you're not about money and buy my book and buy my CD and that. You just generally want to generally change the world, inspire people. And if I can do that, I've done my job and that's priceless to me because when, when I speak, um, people come up and go, we want you to speak at our functions, at our work function, at our work forum and blah, 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 blah. How much do you charge? And I say, well, you can't afford me and, and I won't tell you who, who I speak for, but they're big, big companies and they're very wealthy. They said, what do you mean? Where's so-and-so? What do you mean we can't afford you? I said, well, you can't afford me. So explain. I said, I'll tell you. Here I am in front of um, 5,000, 10,000 people. I can't see well because I'm legally blind and the energy that I feel from the people is priceless. And so no matter what you paid me, it's priceless. You can't afford me. So I'll do it for nothing. Let's settle on that. And that that's my explanation to... Um, and what do they say then? They say, can we contribute anything? I say, I don't know. I don't know. But um, look, uh, I'll, I'll do what I'll do and I'll inspire your, your thousands of workers and, and stuff. And um, if you can help with uh, putting money into a climbing account at the Commonwealth Bank, do that if you can't. No biggie. It's not. It's not a problem. I'm not here to make money. Money scares me. I'm. I'm I, I. I think money will uh, is good. You need it to live, of course. But on that, on a never, on a different level, 
I'm not there. I just, I've gone the other way. Like if I was a salesman, I'd probably be a billionaire. <laughs> I would. I would. That's what, you know, all my big companies, all the owners of, of um, say to me, you know, you'd be a billionaire if you are a salesman. But I've gone the other way to uh, charity and helping people. And, and uh, um, uh Big companies like uh, Lim Fox and, and Jerry Ryan, they say, you're the richest guy in the world. You may not be rich with money, but you got a big heart. You're oh, yeah. re- and that's priceless. We can't afford that. You're just born with – you're just super, super guy. And uh, I said, well, you forgot something. And they said, super guy with a toupee, a boob job and false teeth. <laughs> Now I'm a super and legally boy. blind. And we legally don't don't blind, forget yeah. that bit as well. Yeah, but uh, no, just... absolutely, you are a superhero climbing and doing all of the incredible things that you do. Do you have any fear before you climb, or when you're on the mountains, or when you're training? Are you do you, does any sort of worry or anxiety come to you in that moment? That's a, that's a that's a awesome question. I've never asked been asked that question before, but I've got no fear. No fear. No. No, like I, I um, when I've climbed all my um, other mountains, um, I've fallen off mountains. I've been dangling twenty three thousand feet in the air, dangling off cliffs, dangling like scary, scary stuff. Twenty five thousand feet dangling, falling. I just, I've got. There's. Uh, I, I said to my doctor, "Why aren't I scared of anything?" He goes, "Because there's a." Uh, there's a there's a area in your brain that the MS has knocked out, and it's del- yeah, it's deleted it. Yeah, I got I got no fear. I will just do anything. People go jump out of a plane. I said, I might try it without a parachute, maybe. <laughs> you know, like I I do the most scariest things. Like in the mountains, it's you're you're facing death every minute. Where I go, it's death. You know, it's serious. And I'm like, whatever. And I'll fall, and I'm attached, of course, to the Sherpas. But I will fall, and and it's I'm dangling twenty four thousand feet. Like I'm dangling. If you the Eureka Tower, it's a tall building in Mount, uh, say uh, Empire State Building. Everybody knows that's a tall building. But I'm dangling at about. A hundred Empire State Buildings stacked one on top of each other. That's how I I am, and I'm dangling, and I'm like, no, Biggie, it's okay, just pull. Do you me evaluate up. the risk before no. you go? No, no, right, no, I don't. But you have a team around you. Yeah. How many people go with you? It's about thirty people. Thirty, yeah. I got thirty. I got I got a big team. I got thirty people. I got um, doctors, nurses, sherpas, weather people, um, porters, cooks. I've got about thirty people, so I'm 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 the only climber. I've even got a disabled toilet. That it is. I'll show you a pic. I've got a disabled toilet, so one of the Sherpas, one of the porters, um, carries my disabled toilet because um, I can't bend down or, or anything because of my balance. Um, so I need a proper disabled toilet. So it's a tent and a seat, and it's all set up. And one Sherpa's job is to carry my disabled toilet. Yeah. Wow! It's just like I was a where was I? I was at going up Mount and there was like a, a square like place where we had to put the tents in high camp. And each side there was a twenty. 3,000 foot drop. So you only got like the size of this room where you can put your tents and it's drop, drop, drop. Like 
There's nothing. And there's a little pathway to where they set up my toilet, otherwise there's a drop. But I'm legally blind, so I get up seven, eight times at night to go to the toilet. And just like I, I haven't got a, a decafeter or whatever where, where you have to – um, wee in a bottle, or I, I don't like it. It just mentally it doesn't doesn't sit well with me. Mentally means yeah, you got a d- disability, serious disability. I have a serious disability, but I don't like to act like I've got a serious disability. So um, so at night there was um, Passar one, Passar two, Passar three, Passar four, Passar five. They all got the same names, the Sherpas, right? So at um, eleven thirty. Yeah, and they're all with tents around me. I'm in a tent on my own and it's really, really whiz-bang tent and it's made especially for me to make me feel as comfortable as I can. And um, then 11.30, Passar, Passar. So he'll come and, and take me to the toilet, you know, hold on to me, clip me on to him because it's, mate, you, one wrong step and you, you've so, – In the dark. Like there's no – he's got – of course, you've got your miner's light or your climbing light but – it's pitch black, mate. Like it's, a, and so I've gone at eleven thirty, twelve thirty, quarter to one, two thirty. So Passar one, then Passar two comes and gets me. Passar three, you know. So they just, you know, like in the middle of the night, uh, Passar, Passar four. So, so how important is community to you then? If you're on a hike, you've obviously got an incredible team. Yeah. What about in everyday life? Your community that's around you. Well. well Community is what makes you as a person. Otherwise, you're lonely and you've got nothing. So whether you're on Mount Everest or whether you're in a community um, environment and um, you've got your daughter or you've got your partner or whatever, you've got your friends, it's very important because it, it fulfills the, the whole. The, otherwise, it's empty. And being empty doesn't do good for your mindset and doesn't do good for your overall physicality either. So community is very, very important. You know, it's very, very important to be a community-based person because without it, you're nothing. And I don't care. I don't care how much money you have or whatever you have, whatever your thoughts are. Um, community is very important. Your friends are very important. Your your family is very important. Always, uh, and this is to kids, always respect your parents, love your parents because it's unconditional love. It's unconditional. And all your, all your community, it's a type of unconditional love. So it's number one. It's well, 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 it is, mate. You know, without, without community support, without support, I mean, for instance, um, I trained at Fitness First and, and Good Life uh, around, around um, Victoria. Well, I'm their ambassador for around the world. But it's a great community feel. You know, everyone's good on you, Bobby. Go, Bobby. I mean, even um, when I'm in the Himalayas, the Himalayan, the the Nepali government are sort of like my sponsors. So they put out on their 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 internet where I'm walking to to these mountains to climb. Uh, I got the the other mountain was Island Peak. Just came into my mind now. Um, I'm walking to all these mountains to climb, and you got people from around all doing their base camp walks and they come up me, hello, Bobby. I'm like, hi, how are you? <laughs> You're a pretty recognisable kind well, of guy, Bobby. they recognise me uh, because i got Bobby tattooed on my forehead and Bobby, you know, all my sponsored stuff. But I don't know, man, and what the Nepali government puts out is um, make sure you say hello to Bobby um, climbing Mount Everest. And, and uh, the first person with a disability and the oldest person to, to ever attempt this and to do it with a serious disability. So people are coming up to me like, 
hi, how are you? I'm so-and-so from um, China, from uh, Mexico, from England, from Greece, from the Balkans, from Yugoslavia, every Philippines, everywhere. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You're an inspiration, Bobby, an inspiration. So my last and favourite question that I ask all of my guests is, what is your biggest tip that you use that you would like to share with our listeners on living your best and bravest life? You've already given us so many good tips and tricks, but is there one special thing that you'd yeah, like to share? The biggest thing I say, the biggest thing I say is, for always, always smile. Smiling is the best. Always feel good about yourself because the if you're not, you know, you get up in the morning. It's a good day because you're alive. Because if you're dead, you can't do much. So be thankful that you open your eyes up. You're alive. It's a good day. So yeah. it's. It's a good day. You know, you're, you're like, we, we are all, I mean, when I speak to thousands and, and tens of thousands of people, I say, we are all on the same drug. Tiffany Johnson, you are a drug addict just like I am. And we're on this drug that everybody's on. And don't look at yourself and go, oh, no, I'm not on no drugs. Yes, you're on a drug. And we're all on this drug, this powerful drug called life. And we are. And if you take the F out of life, what are you living? Think about it. So always, always be positive. Always think that you're woken up in the morning. It's a Ferrari day every day because you're awake. So if something goes wrong, good. You're alive because something can't go wrong if you're dead. So, or something can't go right if you're dead, say you're alive. So deal with it, embrace it, be happy about it. And remember, for every no you get, you're one step closer to a yes. So it's all about you being alive. Everything happens to you because you're being alive. Because, geez, it'd be bloody boring as hell if you're dead. What You, you twiddle your thumbs, there's no um, ocean views, you're in a box, you can't go out, you can't do anything. So while you're alive, make, make the most of it. Great Mate, advice. Great well, advice, Bobby. Yeah. Love it. So, so um, but uh, I, I just want to say to everybody, thanks to uh, Tiffany Johnson for, for taking the time out to uh, have a chat with me because uh, she's, a, she's a really great lady and um, I think that she has, has got a great story just like I have. So, you know what? It's, uh, it's about living life. That's what it is. Yeah. How, and now to follow you on your travels, how can we find you? Uh, go to my Facebook, yeah. uh, Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y space Badram, which is B for Bobby, A for Apple, J for Jam, R for Robert, A for Apple, M for Mary, Bobby space Badram, Mount, M-O-U-N-T, space Everest. That's my Facebook. That's the best way to follow me. Follow me on my Facebook and um Stuff is posted up all the time on, on my Facebook. That's the best, the best way. My my um, webpage is bobbybadram.com, but it hasn't been upgraded um, for for a while, so it's more concentrating on my Facebook. Awesome. So, so, so you can go on Instagram and all that, but Facebook's there. Facebook's the place to go yeah, to follow fa- Bobby on yeah, his amazing journey, yeah. and we'll definitely uh, catch up with you. Perhaps before you go on your big trek next year in March, March 29, 2021. Ma- uh, Ellen DeGeneres, so I'll be... Yeah, Bobby's going to be on Ellen, which is 
Incredible. So you will see him on that program. We can um, have a chat about that too. So, yeah. And also we'll catch up when you get back because I can't wait to hear about your adventure. I reckon, I reckon it's going to be so good. And thanks, Tiff, for, uh, for speaking to me. And you know what? Happy Tiffany Johnson Day, everybody, and see you later. See you later. Thanks, Bobby. What an episode. So much fun. Bobby is effervescent for life. His message is impacting millions of people across the globe. Now, unfortunately, due to COVID happening, his trip has actually been pushed back to 2022 just because he's not sure on what's going to happen with travel and there's a lot of prep involved for the trek so he will still be training and he will still be doing all of his promo stuff and still going to be on Ellen which is amazing so for those of you out there who want to follow Bobby's training and watch him do a world first, which is amazing. Make sure you check out that Facebook page. So my friends, if you are enjoying these episodes of the When We Are Brave podcast, I would love it if you could subscribe and please leave a review. Now I know I say this every week, but those reviews keep me going all the time. And I know that this podcast is making a huge difference to your life. And that is amazing. So please make sure you leave a review. It really, really does mean the absolute world to me. So if you would like to find out more about me, you can go to my website, tiffanyjohnson.com.au. You'll find all today's show notes and all the show notes from all the other episodes of the When We Are Brave podcast. You'll also find a link to my book, Brave Enough Now, an inspirational story of self-discovery, survival and hope, which recently was number one bestseller again on Amazon. Yay! got a lot of stuff happening in the pipeline with my business of brave there's kids books coming out my guided journal is about to become a paperback which will be amazing and the audiobook is coming as well so i've been a very busy little bee to support everyone on their journey of feeling brave so my friends until next time Be brave and live your best and bravest life.